This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynmbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. Over $30,000 up for grab over the season. Go to OddsCrowd.com to sign up. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 in the NFL for Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, DGENs. It's good to be back for the new season of the PJ Tour. I am your host, going solo once again, the God of Golf, Steve Shermer. And uh, the reason why I'm going solo is Boston Capper is out in Las Vegas with the rest of uh, the SGPN family. Uh, I also just came back from vacation. I went to Cape Cod, though. I went to uh, more Boston Capper's neck of the woods. I had a great time. Um, you know, I had a good time with the family. The kid loved it. I had playing around at golf in just torrential rain, and it turned out to be one of my best rounds ever. So I kind of had a Caddyshack moment where, like when that guy uh, went on the storm and ended up getting uh, struck by lightning after he missed a putt to set like the course record. So unfortunately, it didn't happen for me. And I didn't come close to the course record, but I, I did pretty well for myself. So I am fresh from vacation. Um, I'm ready to move on from the tour championship, which is exactly how I told you all it would go down. Uh, one of the top guys is going to win. It's a bad format. Anyone who says it's a good format, well, you have egg on your face now, and I think you need to reevaluate you know, you know, your opinion about it. But we're going to move on to the next season. We had one week off, and there's a lot of things that happened uh, during this week off. Um, before we get to the Fortinet championship out in Napa, I, I think I think I think I'll you know probably briefly touch upon um, the Ryder Cup. So we've had uh, all the captains picks selected. So shortly after after the Tour Championship at the beginning of the week, Steve Stricker made six captains pick. They were Tony Finau, Xander Schauffele, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, Daniel Berger, and Sky Scheffler. Yeah, you know, hard to argue for the U.S. Uh, all those guys. I've been really good. I mean, Tony Finau finally won. You know, you can't leave him off. Xander Shoffley is one of the best players on the planet. He played great at the President's Cup. He's a good team teammate of uh, Patrick Cantlay. Can't leave him off. Uh, I mean, Jordan Spieth seems like he's back. He has a lot of experience with the Ryder Cup. Hard to make an argument. He shouldn't be on the team. Harris English won twice this year. He's a good putter. You know, he's pretty accurate off the tee, too. Good iron player. You know, he's pretty useful at the end of that lineup. He's, you know... It's hard to argue him, you know, leave him off. I, I think the question was, you know, it came down to basically two spots. Uh, you had a lot of candidates. You had St- Sam Burns, you have Kevin Nye, you had Jason Kokrak. You know, you had Patrick Reed who was coming back from uh, his illness. You had Webb Simpson. But they am going with Daniel Berger, who, again, you know, hard to argue. Um, you know, no Ryder Cup experience, but he did play under Steve Stricker at the 2017 Presidents Cup at Liberty National. So he had some connections there. Um, you know, he's not a very powerful player off the tee, but he's a really good putter. 
you know, that's always comes in handling in match play, especially an alternate shot where, you know, you got to make some, you know, clutch five or six footers, you know, if your partner leaves you hang, you know, hang out dry, you know, hard to argue that. And then Sky Scheffler, a guy that Boston Gabber and I both won on this team. I mean, he's, he's a stud. I, he didn't have very good FedEx cup playoffs, but I mean, he's going to be a cornerstone to this team for years to come. I I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I, I think if I kind of wish, I mean, Kevin has been playing really well and they have a lot of bombers, you know, he, I, I, I kind of had this idea in my head about like a Dustin Johnson, Kevin Knob pairing where, you know, Dustin's kind of, you know, pretty mellow, pretty chill. And Kevin Knob's got a little bit of energy to him. You know, he makes a lot of clutch putts. He seemed like he would be a really difficult pain in the ass guy to play in match play, but you know, he got left off. It is what it is. I mean, Sam Burns also played really well at the end of the year, but you know, they already have enough power. Like I, I think he would have been a little redundant on this team anyway. So I think the, the lineup they have is fine on paper. Now there are some question marks coming in. I mean, Kyle Morikawa right now doesn't seem like you can find the center of the club face. Uh, ever since his little back injury, it kind of screwed up his uh, his swing. I mean, his ball string has been bad, so he's got to fix that quick. Yeah, Brooks Kepka, who had to withdraw from the Tour Championship. Maybe that opens up one more spot on this team if he can't play, but, I mean, he hasn't been all that great for the last, you know, month or so. So he's got question mark. Dustin Johnson's been kind of meh. Like, even Jordan Spieth has kind of tapered off. Yeah, it's 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 great on paper, but, you know, there are some question marks to this team, and they're a giant favor over Team Europe, and that transitions to Team Europe. So they finally formalized their team after the BMW PGA Championship. And if, if you aren't familiar with how they do their, their Ryder Cup uh, standings, basically they take the top four in European points, basically any all the Euro Tour events you know played for the last, I don't know, two years. Uh, so that ended up being John Round number one, Tommy Fleetwood number two, Terrell Head number three, and Bern Wiesberger ended up sneaking in and grabbing that last spot to uh, get an automatic selection. You know, there's always usually a surprise guy on the Ryder Cup team for Europe, just kind of squeezed in because of his results on the Euro Tour, was Bern Wiesberger. But, you know, I mean, he's a solid player. He's been around the block a couple times. Never playing on a Ryder Cup, but, you know, he does have some distance off the tee. Maybe that kind of helps Europe a little bit because they sorely lack power. And then world ranking points, you know, no surprise, Rory McIlroy led the charge. You got Victor Hoblin making his debut at the Ryder Cup. You got Paul Caseman, great all year. Matthew Fitzpatrick, who has definitely hit a wall. Um, it's he doesn't enter with very good form, and he got his just his ass kicked at the 2016 Ryder Cup as a rookie. So you know he's got to recover there. And then Lee Westwood, who is just has he hasn't been good since February, but he got in because of world ranking points. So he's in, and then they are left with three captains pick. It's it's hard to argue. Patrick Harrington made a poor decision with the captains pick. I, I think he did a good job. You know Shane Lowry's been pretty solid all year. Um. You know, his putter can come and go, but he's a good ball striker. Yeah, I think he's going to fit well whistling straights. You got Sergio Garcia, once again, you know, making an appearance at the Ryder Cup. One of the most experienced players on this team. Lots of really good, you know, clutch, you know, wins at the Ryder Cup in his career. So he's there. And then Ian Poulter, you know, he's a, he had a little bit of resurgence the second half of the year. It's hard to argue, you know, leaving him off. So, you know, I mean, it's it, it's a solid European team. Uh, they definitely deserve to be underdogs. But uh, we will break all of that down next week when we talk about the Ryder Cup. Let's take a quick break before we start talking about the Fortinet Championship. So let's talk about WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? 
WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bring the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You have exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. You got great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From booster parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet. Download BetWin. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com to start winning. All right, let's transition to uh, the next PGA Tour season that I uh, had one uh, week of uh, the offseason. And then we go right out to Napa for the uh, Fortnite Championship. If you guys are unfamiliar with the name, this is a new sponsor for the tournament formerly known as the Safeway Open. Uh, that is on at the Silverado Resort uh, in Napa, California. And I mean, it's it's you know as the first tournament of the year of the Fall Series, it's 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 a weak field. Um, for a while there, Safeway was pumping a lot of money into this event, and I think some appearance fees to get some big names. I think Tiger Woods was going to play this at one point, but he had to back out because of a back injury. Roy McIlroy, I think, played this tournament at one point too. They they've had a couple of big names here, but just you know, it, it's just everybody was coming off a really busy 2020-2021 season. I mean, he had six majors. You know, the guys were playing in the fall last year. It's you got the Ryder Cup coming up in a week. Most top players are taking a week off, except for one guy who I'm actually really surprised is playing. World number one, John Rahm's in the field. And I don't know if he's got some sort of sponsorship commitment to uh, Fortinet. I don't know if he's there to just go on a couple wine tours with his wife and kid and, you know, sip some Chardonnay or anything like that, but He's here, and I mean, listen, like, we'll talk about this golf course. I mean, he's a great fit here. He's a great fit at every golf course, and if he's firing all cylinders, he's, you know, he's going to boat race the field. He's played this event once in 2017, finished T15. We'll see if he uh, he can, uh, you know, do a little better this time. And then some other notables from the, you know, main stage of the PGA Tour, familiar names. You got Hideki Matsuyama is going to play. You got Webb Simpson. You got Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, who may be play, doing a little bit of an audition this week in case Brooks Koepka can't go. Maybe he can sneak on the team as a, you know, a last-minute replacement. You got Will Zaltoris, who finally has his PGA Tour card. He can start accruing Fags Cup points, even though I think he would have finished like 35th in the, the regular season standings, but couldn't play the playoffs because, well, he wasn't an official member. And then Mark Leishman, uh, you know, trying to find his career. He hasn't been very good lately. But I think the most exciting thing about this tournament is we have a just an influx of new blood into the PGA Tour. So you had guys who were finally coming off the Corn Ferry Tour. They had to wait a whole year because of COVID. You know, that delayed their graduation from the Corn Ferry Tour up to the PGA Tour. And now we get an influx of just some really talented guys coming in. You know, some notables who are finally coming up from, you know, minor leagues. You got Taylor Pendrith, you know, big hitting Canadian. I think he played both the U.S. Opens. I think he made the cut on both. You got Nick Hardy, who's a really decorated amateur. You got Davis Riley, who, again, another really good collegiate player. Brandon Wu and Dylan Wu, they both had really good careers at the PGA Tour. I think, I can't remember, was it Brandon Wu or Dylan Wu? One of them played pretty well at the U.S. Open, Torrey Pines. So, you know, and, and there's a bunch of other guys who, 
end up, you know, earning their card. It's going to be nice to see just some new faces in the PGA because there's been some guys, and I understand it's there's a lot of pressure and, you know, they had to fight for their jobs. But listen, it, a lot of those guys who lost their card this year, I mean, you had two years in order to basically keep it. And they also got an extra year of staying up in the PGA Tour when they probably didn't deserve it. So, you know, it's nice to see some fresh faces on the PGA Tour. As it means you can see them, you know, over the course of the fall and start figuring out, you know, who's legit, who can you bet on, who's kind of faking it. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Let's take another break. Let's talk about Prop Swap. Uh, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse activity feed to stay in the know. And there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. Just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player, so you can sell one for profit and keep one and leave one to leave for yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of the buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. So get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. So why don't we talk about this golf course? I mean, there's not a whole lot to discuss about this place for a few reasons, but I'll give the background of it. I'll give some general, you know, tidbits about the golf course, and then we'll get into betting strategy. So, so this is on the Silverado Resort. It's in Napa Valley. It was first built in 1955. And then in 1966, Robert Trent Jones Jr., who is a legendary golf architect, uh, you know, responsible for golf course like Spyglass Hill and um, Firestone Country Club, the South Course. He also did Port Royal out in Bermuda. And, you know, he's done a lot of private courses. Chances are, you know, if there's probably a Robert Trent Jones in your general vicinity of the woods if you're listening to this. So, you know, and a lot of architects were inspired by his work. So he came and renovated the place um, throughout the 70s and 80s. It hosted a few PJ Tour events. It hosted the Kaiser Open for a few years, hosted the Anheuser Busch Classic. Uh, and then it went away from the PJ Tour for a couple decades um, until it most recently returned as a Safeway Open. Uh, in 2010, Johnny Miller spearheaded the purchase of Silverado, you know, and you know, he, uh, he went in with a couple of local businessmen. The, the resort was struggling. The golf course had kind of gone downhill and he wanted to buy a golf course because he had a lot of fond memories of the place. Uh, first of all, he's from the Bay area. So he has, you know, homegrown roots. Uh, he won a couple tournaments there in seven, in 1974 and 70, 1975. Uh, and he, he self-admittedly said he's not an architect. You know, but he felt confident that he could make some improvements to the golfers because he, quote, knew he could do a better job than anyway because he knew every square inch of the property. So, listen, we all know Johnny Miller, so humble, you know, always has an opinion. And that's just the perfect Johnny Millerism right there. Just to basically say, I'm not an architect, but I know what the hell I'm not. I know better than anybody else how about this place. So. I mean, all he really did, though, he added some tee boxes. He lengthened. This is just over 1,700 yards. He narrowed the corridors of the, of the uh, golf course. But uh, he loved his playing style when he 
was, you know, in his prime before he developed the yips. Uh, he loved to be aggressive off the team. You know, he loved hitting driver after every hole. And, that, and that's how he kind of built this place. Uh, there's not a whole lot of trouble off the tee. And while the fairways are narrow and it's pretty tr- tight tree lined, you can hit over a lot of dog legs. There's no water hazards. And I think the par four is a par five. You know, he showed a lot of restraint with putting in too much fairway bunkering. And he wanted guys to basically be aggressive, to go over, you know, dogwoods, take some risks. And that's what he did. Uh, he also redid the greens. Yeah, they're fine. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, when he redid this in 2010, you know, golf has actually, it's changed a lot over the last 10 years. And now, I mean, guys are just bombing over the dogwoods. They're taking out out of play a lot of the fairway bunkers like this is now a pretty outdated golf course so uh there's not a whole lot of tricks to the place it's pretty straightforward uh everything's pretty much all in front of you you know the greens are not all that interesting there it's it's a resort course at the end of the day you know it's got to be playable for the guests of the uh of the uh, resort and so there's only really so much they can do to the place in order to challenge the pros. Uh, we've seen scores get really low here the past few years, and I probably expect another birdie fest here. But I, but I think the, the, um, the main, not the main takeaway, but I think the best characteristic about this tournament is just the fan experience. Like it, it's, it's right in Napa Valley. It's a foodie haven. You, you know, there's got wineries everywhere and, you know, they they really try and basically make this like they they shove Napa Valley basically in your face. So they have all these wine and liquor tents from the best wineries in the Napa Valley. They have famous celebrity chefs like Thomas Keller or Iron Chef Morimoto. They do cooking demonstrations. They make just great food. You know, there's really good concerts every night. I think uh, this year Weezer is performing on Saturday. I love Weezer, and uh, they're uh, you know they're performing on Saturday. I think the Wallflowers are also there on Friday night. So. You know, this is a tournament that I think should be on everybody's bucket list. It's pretty laid back, and I think it wouldn't take much convincing of the wife in order to go out. I mean, if you tell her that, listen, you, you know, you can go sip on Chardonnay or Merlot all day. You can go get really good, like, food from Iron Chefs and listen to good bands, you know, and then, like, we'll, you know, spend a little bit of time going, you know, wine tasting out in the valley. I think that would be not very hard to convince your uh, significant other to do that, but Overall, though, I mean, you know, the golf course is just fine. It, there's nothing really all that difficult to it. And then after we take a little break, we will talk about what you want to look for this week. Let's take a little break to talk about PicksWise. It's the number one app for sports betting picks helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotions and just sign up for an account, compare the odds, and finally, place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And let's also talk about prize picks. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. It's my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy, and it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two of five players and decide if they will go over or under the stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win. Up to 10 times your money. Picks prize is the only way I play. Use our promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That prize pick, promo code SGP. All right. 
sorry, I had to uh, take a glass of uh, sip of water there. Throat's a little dry, dry after uh, yelling at my TV all day at the Giants and how awful they are. It's the same crap every day. I'm saving my thoughts about the Giants until Boston Capper gets back. He is probably going to be in a miserable mood after the Patriots lost by point, and apparently he got his ass kicked at the craps table. We'll save all the saltiness for them. But for now, let's keep talking about uh, the Fortnite Championship and as far as what you want to look for for betting this week. So I think the first thing I want to touch upon is – there's a temptation because there's new players to basically just bet on them, you know, and there's a lot of really good, interesting names in this field. Like I talked about up at the beginning, you know, a lot of talented players. And you're probably going to hear a lot this week from all the shows and all the articles where the writer or the analyst is, I'm just going to say it, probably peacocking and trying to show up because you know this name. I'm going to take a very cautious approach with the corn put corn tour player grads this week i mean listen we don't really know what we're getting with them and the the golf the golf course they play down at the corn fairy tour are so easy like they're, they're just they're a joke and even though there's nothing really all that complicated to silverado it's still gonna be the toughest most pressure-packed situation they probably have been in as a professional so for me like i probably will throw like a couple maybe some top 20 bets on some of these guys, if I get good odds, but for DFS, I'm going to avoid them. No, no outrights. I can always lie bet these guys at decent prices if they're showing something. But yeah, like I, I think show some restraint on the Corn Fairy guys. See what you got at first, and then we'll go from there. Um, as far as the golf course, like I said, this is a driver-heavy golf course. This is a golf course that encourages you to hit a lot of drivers. There's not a lot of trouble off the tee, whether it be fairway hazards or water hazards. Even the rough is not all that deep. It's only two-and-a-half-inch, you know, uh, Kentucky bluegrass. The, besides trees and being stymied by, like, an overhanging branch or anything, you can pretty much blast it anywhere. But this also isn't a very long course. It's only 7,200 yards, and it's a par 72, and... You know, it, it's relatively short for a par 72 track, so it's not overly long for a short knocker either. They're going to have pretty manageable shots into all these screens, so it's not really a good fit. Like, there's not like, oh, just load up on bombers, or, oh, you know, let's just look at driving accuracy this week. It's, it's really anybody can play well here just because of it's a shorter course, but there's opportunities where you can be uber-aggressive off the tee. But if you want to lay back, there's also not a whole lot of trouble if you do miss a fairway because you can still get out of the rough. You know, bombers, short knockers, you don't have to really, you know, discriminate either. So um, because it's so narrow, this typically has very low uh, or relatively low driving accuracy rates. I think the driving accuracy rate on average is about 58%. Uh, that's well below the PG Tour average. Uh, but like I just mentioned, like there's not a whole lot of penalty for hitting out of the rough. Uh, sometimes when you see golf courses with pretty penal rough, usually the green regulation rates are pretty low. Not here. Uh, the green regulation rates are still about 70%. That's well above the PG Tour average. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you're hitting from the fairway, hitting from the rough. You're hitting greens at a pretty high rate. That usually, you know, I think the average is usually about 70%. Um, you know, like I said, this is a resort course. You can't firm it up a whole lot because then it becomes unplayable for the guests. And when you get a golf course where, you know, guys just pepper greens over and over, um, 
they're going to lick their chops. So I expect this to be a pretty low scoring event. Um, you know, it's guys are going to be hitting a lot of greens. We'll talk about it a little bit about some golf courses with similar features as far as low fairways hit, but high greens of regulation rates, and then kind of tie that all together with who's good here. And then maybe we can try to make some comparisons about, you know, where you want to go with some of your bets. Let's take another break. Let's talk about Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by the big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead cost that gets passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on the sweet savings direct to you. So for people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number as long, along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. You get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. That's mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. All right. So like I just mentioned... You know, there's not really a prototype to look at here. And because it's such a weak field and we have such a high percentage of guys in this field with no strokes gain data, looking at stats this week is kind of, I mean, I'm not saying it's useless, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's wide open. So I think one of the things I'm going to do is look at golf courses with similar features to this place as far as just, you know, low, below average driving accuracy rates high green regulation rates, about the similar length courses. And there's actually a lot to choose from. And, you know, it, it, and some of them make sense. So you got the Greenbrier. You know, that typically have lower p driving accuracy rates, but pretty high green regulation rates. About the same length of this place, too. Not the same grass type, but, you know, as far as just tee to green, there's a lot of similarities. You got the Country Club of Jackson. That's actually a great comp for this place. Um, very low fairway rates, but just because the rough isn't so penal there, guys hitting greens at very high rates. That's going to use yeah, Wiley Country Club. Now, sometimes a Wiley, when when the winds are up, <clears throat> it, you don't usually get very high green, green regulation rates, but <clears throat> most of the Sony Opens for the last couple of years kind of fit that general mode of just low fairways hit, high greens regulation. You can try and target players are pretty good there. TBC Scottsdale, similar, although there's a lot more water at TBC Scottsdale. And PJ West, <clears throat> I think, uh, you know, that's that's a West Coast, you know, golf course. Um, you know, that typically also has, you know, a lot of, you know, missed fairways, pretty high green regulation rates. Not as many drivers there, though. But just in terms of just like how often guys are hitting from the rough and, you know, hitting greens, there's a little bit of a crossover with that. And then as far as the agronomy goes, so it's T degree, it's Kentucky bluegrass, basically POA. 
And then the greens are a mix of bent and POA. So there's a few golf courses on the PGA Tour that have a mix of bent and POA greens, but they're not all the same. Like, they're, you know, they, diff they have different compositions. Like, I know that I think the Detroit Golf Club uh, for the Rocket Warriors, that is mostly POA. I think it's like 80% POA, 20% bent. Um, I think TBC River Highlands is more of a 50-50 mix. Um, before they changed over the greens at Murfield Village to all bent grass, that was a bent poem mix, but I think that was mostly bent. Uh, you also have the Tahoe Mountain Club for the Barracuda. That's also a bent poem mix. So, you know, I, I think the ones to use this week, if you want to look at performance on these types of green, look at Detroit Golf Club, look at TBC River Highlands, look at Tahoe Mountain Club. I don't use, I wouldn't use the Murfield Village ones just because they're much more undulated than this place. They're off faster than this place. Um, and they just underwent a renovation where it's all bent grass now. So I would just scrap those and just use those three. And just because it's a California location, it's probably a good idea to maybe target like just who's good on POA and in general, just West Coast POA. So you got, you know, Riviera. How do you put well there? You got Pebble Beach, uh, Torrey Pines. I think those are three good ones to use as far as just putting performance. So I think T to green. You know, there's database you can go to find these stats. I think if you use the Greenbrier, Country Club of Jackson, YLI, TBC Scottsdale, and PJ West for just T to green performance, how they do, that'll basically encompass all your ball striking stats and maybe reveal some diamonds in the rough. And then as far as how they do on putting on Bent, Bent Poa, maybe do a model like Detroit Golf Club, TBC River Highlands, and Tahoe Mountain Club for the Barracuda. Um, and then maybe throw in some California pellet courses. I think that's <clears throat> because just look, like I said, just looking at the stats on paper, just because the field is so weak, you're not going to get a really good idea as far as like who would be good here. I think you got to look more of like the course comp model and who puts well in these types of greens. Um, and then that leads us to just horses for courses. So um, there's not a whole lot of big names in this field that have had a lot of success here, but of the guys who have had at least 10 rounds of Silverado who have gained over a stroke per round on the field, here's the list. You got Kevin Ali's away at 1.68 uh, strokes gained on the field in his career. You got Hideki Matsuyama gained one and a half strokes uh, per round on the field. Ryan Moore, who I think lost a playoff to Kevin Tway a couple of years ago. Um, he's gained one and a half strokes per round in this golf course. Cameron Percy, I don't remember when he was good here, but he's been very good at this golf course. He's gained a stroke and a half at this golf course. Brennan Steele, he's definitely the horse for the course. He's a two-time winner of this tournament. Uh, he's up there. You got Cameron Champ, who won this a couple of years ago. Phil Mickelson, who's played pretty well here in the past. You know, he's gained 1.3 per round. Ches Reavy, also pretty good here. Emiliano Grillo was a former winner. And Brent Sandiker, who I think lost in that playoff. Um, with Ryan Moore to Kevin Tway. They've all gained over a stroke. So it's a mixed bag as far as horse for courses. I mean, you can't think of a more different player than Kevin Na uh, Cameron Champ. But, you know, there's a lot of crossover with this list to some of the golf courses I named. So Kevin Na won at the Greenbrier, and he also won at Wileye. And, you know, those are similar lengths. Uh, they have similar driving accuracy rates as far as the field. They have similar green regulation rates as far as the field. Different grass types, but T to green seems pretty comfortable at that place. So that's no surprise he's good here. Uh, Cameron Champ won the Country Cup of Jackson. That was his first win on PGA Tour. That's not a bad comp. Uh, you also have Ches Reavy, 
who won TBC River Highlands. He's also played pretty well on the West Coast Poa golf courses. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe he putts pretty well at this place. You know, he kind of putts. He struggles with his putter. Maybe this is a type of service he's a little more uh, comfortable with. Uh, you know, got two-time champion Brennan Steele. He's been really good at Wiley in the stadium course of PJ West. Those are two TD Green golf courses I mentioned, you know, basically have similar rates and so on. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of examples I can point to on this list. Uh, even TPC Scottsdale that I mentioned. Hideki Matsuyama is good here. He's a two-time winner at Scottsdale. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, um, you know, I think there is something to the list I gave you, cross-referencing some of these names. And that might help you find some diamonds in the rough where guys who don't really look good in the stats page, but they do well these types of golf courses, those might be the ones to target this week. Let's take one more break. Um, we're going to talk about Odds Crowd. If you haven't downloaded the Odds Crowd app, you're missing out. The free will football contest is taking place on Odds Crowd this year. $10,000 for the best NFL better. Sides are included as well this year. Also, weekly $100 SGPN exclusive contest just for people who have the app downloaded. There's over $30,000 in cash prizes up for grabs across both season-long and week contests on NFL and college football. The boards here at SGPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us, too. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise at the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. And Oscars isn't just a fancy betting contest. It's a social app for social for sports bettors. Free to download, and you can live group chat with your other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And lastly, let's talk about the SGPN app. You can download and enter your week one NFL picks for a chance to win $100,000. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss, up, toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, well, that's it. Uh, you've heard me ramble for about 40 minutes. I think the Bears Rams game is on. I don't know the score yet because I've been looking at my sheet, just talking into a microphone and uh, giving you guys gambling lanes for golf. So um, I'm going to sign off. Uh, Boston Capper will be here on Tuesday. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm going to guess he's going to be pretty salty about what happened in Vegas and with Patriots. I will give you my full thoughts on the failure that is the New York Giants. Uh, and then we'll probably talk a little bit of Ryder Cup stuff. You know, I got my opinion out of the way. We'll get Boston Capper's opinion on it. And then we'll just go right back into it. We got, we'll do our DFS picks to break down the tiers. And then we'll do our uh, betting cards. So for, uh, you know, the Golf Gaming Podcast, thanks for listening. And uh, we will talk to you on Tuesday. 